now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Grandma Totem's Cookies. When you need a short rest, make sure to rest with the best. This episode of As the Dice Roll contains mature language and descriptions of fantasy violence. Listener's discretion is advised. And there's also a lot of bathroom humor in this episode, too. Not quite sure how that happened. Any resemblance to real persons or other real-life entities is purely coincidental. All characters and other entities appearing in this work are fictitious. Any resemblance to real persons, dead or alive, or other real-life entities, past or present, is purely coincidental or at least satirical. So, you know, don't don't sue us at the stuff. Previously on The Horse Feather Saga. But your characters received a magical letter in the mail. You have no control over yourself. You must immediately leave what you were doing and travel to this fair. There's something about you that's now missing. A swarm of bullywogs wearing scuba suits come pouring out onto the deck. He looks at the bullywog that has his invitation, and he says, I'm going to need that back, friend. And then he casts Charm Person. <laughs> so you have successfully cast your friendly charm on the bullywog that has your invitation. I shall call him Irving. And he legitimately thinks that he's a black dragon. Zerk 100% is convinced that Howard is a child. Top of the order, Zerk. Zerk the Mohawk is a half-orc champion fighter. Finish him. He's been coming up in the backyard gladiatorial rings. Too much flourish. None of them have Zerk chairs. That's, I don't I don't buy that. Zerk's too famous. Howled the Terrible? Howled the Terrible. Okay. A gnome, he legitimately thinks that he's a black dragon. He's got his finger up his nose. This kid can handle himself. In his world, this is not unusual. He encounters strange and bizarre things every day. Gnome, if you get acid on me, we're gonna have words. Orion. Orion Wright Strider, a uh, half-elf. Did you potentially steal him? One will never know. Come here, handsome. I'm gonna need that back, friend. Lud. Lud Groghorn. Dude, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I just feel this need to attack you. Mountain Dwarf from a faraway land. That wasn't very flavorful, but okay. Little hungover, pretty disheveled. Mess with my emotions. I feel like we've been such good friends for so long, I don't know why all of a sudden I want to kill you. So that's basically how we're going to play this. I'm so sorry. Yeah, man, that was awesome. You're all standing basically near each other now. You've all just kind of like out of nowhere just got pulled into this fight together. And you see a, a gnome, a robed gnome comes running up to the four of you. And the gnome is is basically saying to you in its little gnomish voice, because I'm not going to try and mimic that voice, that he's so happy that you made it and knew that you guys were the right choices and wants you to basically follow him. You know, you're going to follow him. He wants you to follow him off of this pier and uh, head in towards the fair. So I'll let you guys at this point, you just got out of combat. You kind of 
all, you know, a little beat up, bruised up. Some of you are bleeding, bleeding profusely. (laughs) 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 This little gnome is coming up to you and is basically like, doesn't give a fuck. It's just, just like, hey, yo, you got to come with me like now, 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 now. Would you like to follow? What would each of your characters like to do at this moment now that this combat has ended? You've got your invitations. You were able to get them back. Howell still got his. His is just covered in all sorts of gook. Yep. Which is pretty natural for all of his stuff. Yeah. So you're standing on this pier. You guys are all kind of like looking at each other. You've never met, but you've just experienced this out of nowhere combat with each other. And you, you came together and fought pretty valiantly, I'd say, or pretty violently. Does anybody want to, like, step in and say anything or do anything? What do they want to do with their uh, characters? Zer- Zerk's going to turn to the rest to everybody else and say, yeah, yeah, good fighting, brothers. I mean, you know, you got to put a show on. That's why in the beginning I was kind of making it look like I was whiffed in a bit. It's all about the showmanship, you know, doing it for the crowds, for the people. Got to hustle the fight a little. <laughs> Ryan looks at him, kind of rolls his eyes. He's got his hand on Erwin's head and is like, leaning on him completely because he's not doing too well. And he's like, um, is there a, a first aid tent or some other place I might go to patch myself up a bit? That's right. You've still got a bullywog charmed. How long I does that do. charm spell last? One hour. An hour. Okay, so you've got this. You've got it for an hour. <laughs> oh, and um, I, am planning on, I am planning on using a persuasion check when he comes out of it. I want a bullywog uh, <laughs> servant. Okay. All right. This so. is going to go horribly when you fail because he knows that he was charmed. Yeah. The entire time, and he knows that you made him like kill his friends. I'm actually, you know what? I'm going to say that this guy is so heavily charmed that he is going to do a medicine check to try and help patch you up for what the bullywog did to you. So I'm going to go ahead and roll on that, see how that goes. He rolls a two. So basically, he is just kind of like taking a bullywog finger and he's like poking you where you can stab. <laughs> <laughs> cuff him on the back of the head and tell him to knock it off <laughs> and he's like he's like looking at you like he really wants to kill you but he's trying to help you because he feels like he has no choice <laughs> but he really doesn't know how to help you so he's just kind of like yeah po- poking you in your wounds <laughs> um okay yeah so you're trying to find some some place to get some healing done you want to find a, a healing tent Zerk won't admit it, but he also needs one of those. Like, yeah, we should, we should definitely get, uh, get this guy to a healing tent. That should be our top priority for him. Okay, just for him. Got it. Yeah. Does does, does Howold uh, or um, Lud have anything they want to like, kind of say or do as you're first coming together? Yes. Howold is just examining all this going on and not at all amused that they have a wounded member of the party. And he, he's just kind of just angrily staring at all of them. And, and he, he raises his arms above his head and he says, Miyamoto's bow in my presence! And he just legitimately thinks he's a dragon. I think that everybody is going to have to do an opposing intimidation check against your intimidating Howold voice. Okay. okay. So how old how old rolled a seven? <laughs> so he, he, <laughs> uh, Zerk just barely beat that with an eight. 
Well, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Howold's got plus three to intimidation. I've got plus four to intimidation. I rolled a three. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so he he legitimately rolled a seven. You do know that on your uh, on your screen, you can use each of your uh, skills and use a dice for that. Just want to make sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Really? On D and D Beyond, you just click it. It'll yeah, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Yeah, I use that. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the way they've set this up. What do we roll to save against Howell's intimidating? I will say, what is that? Intimidation's charisma. So you got to yeah. do like a opposed charisma saving throw. Saving throw, yeah. Okay. Oh god, I rolled a two. I I rolled an eight. You rolled uh, an Zerg, eight. Zerk barely passes. He's like, "Okay, kid, it's it's cool. You're okay. Just calm down. We'll get you a juice box or some shit." Okay. I'm really confused by this, but I'm, <laughs> I just like, well, I did just get beamed away, and now there is this fucking frogs. So I just, I'm just gonna bow. Let's, <laughs> let's just play it safe. This is. Uh, who knows what the hell happens if I don't? <laughs> I begrudgingly just like sure and do kind of one of the. I'm still I've still got one hand on the top of Irving's head, and I just kind of do one of those like court bows where you like move the hand in a circle in front of you. Wait, did Ryan did Ryan pass or did he get charged or, or intimidated? Oh no, I rolled a four. Oh my god! Okay, so right now we've got. Ryan, who is pretty badly injured, his bullywog charmed is poking, is trying to heal him by sticking his bullywog fingers into the holes where he's been stabbed. He is now char or intimidated by Howald. Lud is confused and intimidated. <laughs> but what's his name? Zerk is like, no, no, I, that did not, that didn't fade you. The only reason I passed, I wasn't convinced. Is because I so legitimately think this is a child and not actually a powerful sorcerer. <laughs> okay, so Howold Howold is now intimidated. You guys, what does Howold want to do? Well, well Howold Howold looks and, and sees these reactions, and he's he's very pleased with himself that he's now uh, he's now convinced these weak and and silly adventurers to come with him, and he says, "Oh, well, I'm glad you have fallen in line." Let us go to the fair, and so he he's he's ready to kind of follow the uh, the halfling or whatever the other gnome, the gnome, the rogue gnome. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're ready to go. We'll say that Ryan is basically leaning over his charmed bullywog Irving, who's basically a crutch for him right now. And the four of you agreed as a group. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna follow this, or you're gonna you're gonna follow Howell. Yeah, I'm following Howold. Howold is, is leading the two of you. So, Zerk, are you also I, going to... I, yeah, someone's got to keep an eye on this kid. He's getting <laughs> up acid on people. For some reason, these two guys are like bowing to this kid. So they're clearly useless in protecting him. So I, got, I mean, he also did a bunch of damage to me, so I'm a little wary of him. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to kind of follow and just keep an eye. Okay. I, I can can I like grab a balloon and like tie it to him so like I know where he is in the crowd and I don't lose him. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say that on the 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 pier right now where you're at, there there are no available balloons. But Damn it. Okay. when when you get into the fair, if you would like to find a balloon, I feel that it is highly likely you will find a balloon somewhere. 
but I will say that, uh, so you're kind of like now, you guys are like walking up the pier, you're heading towards this entrance, and here's where I want to kind of like paint a, a little bit more of a picture of the world as you approach it. You're seeing this entrance, golden Roman pillars, like just really like over the top, luxurious gold everywhere. You're seeing carved statues everywhere, and you're noticing you're not exactly familiar with who this person is, but for the players, I will let you know that every one of these statues, you see it's the image of Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bezos is like everywhere on every statue. He is the all glorious thing that is basically of worship as you are walking into this fair and you see a sign on the main entrance it's also like really gaudy gold and it says the bezos world fair and it also says 1893 on it is this jeff bezos exactly as he appears like as a human in the statues that you're seeing yes he is a human it's his image on all these like human sculptures that you would see like you know roman architecture kind of stuff right like there's probably one of him and he's like just wearing a toga and he's got like an apple in his hand and he's got leaves over his head and he's looking like he's philosophizing something and yeah stuff like that got it so that's kind of the image that i'm kind of trying to give you guys as you're entering so you're approaching the gates as you're approaching the gates you see some guards these are guards that are wearing some kind of a aristocratic british uniforms you'd say definitely they're wearing the pantaloons and and all that jazz and they also have a amazon logo on their chest (laughs) And so these guards, they see you approaching and they're and they're like, we need your they're looking at you waiting for you to present them the uh, invitations that you have received. So at this point, I'll let you guys decide. Do you want to just hand them your invitations? Do you want to strike up conversation? Uh, I'll let you guys kind of run this part right here. You're at the gates. There's gold everywhere. Ryan's bleeding. (laughs) <laughs> I'm bleeding, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of indicate with a dismissive gesture to to Irving that he should give the the nice gentleman the the invitation. Okay, so the bullywog uh, Irving pulls a couple fingers out of your bleeding holes, takes the uh, the invitation up to the guard. The guards, one of the guards, looks at it and he goes, "Yes, Ryan, number three of one hundred. You may enter." Is this is this little little bullywog uh, a, a part of your uh, your entourage? Yes, yes, he is. He is my well, not man servant. I guess he's my my frog servant, uh, and he will be attending to me, sir. Can you please point me in the direction of the medical tent? The medical tent. Well, there. Uh, okay, you, you need med. Oh yeah, you're not you're not looking so good. The guard says he's like Jesus. What happened to you, man? You okay? You you looking? You look like a bullywog just got on you. It was a little bit of disagreement with uh, Irving's friends, but it's all sorted out. It's <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that yeah, I, I mean, I understand that that happens with bullywogs. They've been they've been doing this to everybody that's been arriving. I really don't know why, but they have. The hell kind of fair are you running here? <laughs> are you asking that question? No, I just under my breath, like quietly. I don't think he hears it. The, the guard kind of hears you mumbling, but didn't hear what you said, and he's kind of now eyeing you. Yeah, so uh, the guard basically tells you, "Oh, yeah, there's there's so many there's so many ways that you could be healed inside this fair. Like, there's all sorts of you know 
snake charm or snake oil vendors and all that kind of stuff. So I'm sure you can find somebody that can that can heal you up. So he basically gives you the acknowledgement that you can, you know, pass through this gate. And then he does. He passes through the gate. Okay. So what about the rest of you guys? Zerk is going to walk up and hand them his ticket and say, yeah, I'm uh, I'm Zerk. I'm here to win the gladiatorial tournament. Tournament Zerk the Mohawk. You probably heard of me also. Sometimes called the uh, Mohawked Marauder, the Basher of the Bald Bugbear, Zercules. I'm sure you guys know who I am. <laughs> uh, I will need a charisma check for that. Or whatever. Okay. If you want to do like performance, whatever your highest is, I guess. Uh, that is a just raw charisma check. That's an 18. 18. Holy shit. Yeah, so this human uh, aristocratic guard looks up from the invitation and is like, dude, I heard about you. Holy crap. Yeah. Come come in. Yeah, man. Um, I might even uh, be placing my bet on you. Um, yeah, yeah. Autographs. Autographs are five copper. He pulls out five copper and proceeds to offer it to you. Uh, I just draw a like, big Z, like Zoro-esque Z. What did you use to draw this? like one of my nails i just cut it like <laughs> you engraved it into him uh no like onto his uniform i just zoro z oh okay uniform. okay he's impressed by that that was that was that was awesome yeah and like the, the other guards kind of like look at that and they're like dude you are so fucking lucky your shit looks good now <laughs> you've signatured and now you're going in yes okay so you've gone inside yeah you've entered the gates yeah, I'm waiting on the other side of the gate to make sure that the child gets through. Okay. <laughs> so how the terrible is is just really upset by how much fame and amazement that uh, they just greeted Zerk with. And so he walks up to them and he, he Wait, stares stop, at them stop, angrily. Stop. Yes. I want you to roll a d20 to determine how jealous you truly are. Oh, okay. D20. <laughs> it was only a one. So he, he's only slightly jealous, but he, he's going to try he's going to try to do the same thing. So he he says, Miyamoto's bow before how the terrible. And he does this in front of the uh, in front of the guards. The same guards. Yes. Well, he, he is he is he is handing his his invitation out while he says this. OK, so then you're going to you're going to also do like a performance charisma kind of. Yeah. Well, intimidation. In, or you're you, going intimidation. All right. Yes. So you're going to try and scare these guys. Yes. Okay. And he rolls. He rolls a 17 plus force of 21. Oh, fuck. Um, I, they shit their pants. Like, as soon as you say that, they all just were like, they were so unprepared by that happening. They have shit their pants. There is a horrible or odor coming from their pants. They're looking down at this, this, this gnome who thinks he's a dragon. They're like, holy fuck like yeah like they're they're totally afraid of you they do not want to fuck with you and they probably are going to need to go get a change of uniform as soon as they can and as he as he walks in and passes them he he leans in and asks do do you know where the widow dragon's womb is Um, the, uh, they all are kind of like trying to like, you know, not show their shit pants. And they're like, um, what, what did you say? I don't think I understood that correctly, but they're saying it in a way where they're like, they don't want to piss you off, but they truly did not understand you. 
<laughs> this dragon needs to pee, okay? I need to go. I need to, I need to take a week. <laughs> you need to you, you need to use a bathroom. Yes, that's correct. There there are plenty of bathrooms and we may have to follow you to it. So, <laughs> as soon as you get inside, just look for the signs for um like a, a little boys room and that should probably be enough for you, I guess. Um Maybe you need more. I don't know. We're we're kind of you know shitting ourselves. We don't know what. <laughs> right. He's he stomps in. He stomps in. All all two point nine feet of him. Exactly. I follow Howell. Did I tell the I tell the guards like a little aside as I pass them? Just like at least he didn't breathe acid on you. <laughs> yeah, he did that to me. They look at you. They're like, oh fuck that that yeah. I think you know I we're we're okay with shit pants then. I guess that's not as bad. It's not so bad. <laughs> it's just shit in your pants. Everybody, and we've all had that. We've all had those kinds of mornings. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you cross through the entrance. You are now inside. I'm going to mention as you were crossing inside, you're, you're crossing under this, you know, golden gate. You kind of feel this like magical, like, wave pass over you like a like a gust of wind but it had some sort of like an arcane feel to it you're not really sure what it was but you noticed it especially as soon as you you came in and you also realize that all of your invitations now have gone blank other than you see your numbers, one of 100, two of 100, three of 100, four of 100 and as you're coming in, you see, before anything else, towering in front of you is a giant. This is a stone giant. And you also see that he also has an invitation in his hand. His says, one of five. And he sees that you four have invitations. And he starts to get a look of anger and bloodlust. There's a big crowd. As I said, you're seeing, it's a bit confusing. You're seeing humans dressed in the fashion of 19 or 1893, the World Fair. They're walking around, but they're kind of transparent. You're seeing other things. Like you're probably seeing like Rick and Morty somewhere walking around and they're kind of in a transparent state. You're seeing, I think we said there's some like Warhammer 40K guys walking around. They're like, what the fuck are we doing here? But anything that you would potentially see in the, uh, the like the D and D Faerune world, they're solid. You see them completely, and they can see you as well. So, like everywhere you look, there's these great buildings. They're all gold. There's images of this Bezos character on all of them. You're seeing in uh, as you first come in. There's this huge pond, like a big pool, and there's some boats floating around in it, and there are people walking around it. They're kind of, you know, admiring this this scene. One of the boats, it's shaped to look like a mermaid, except Bezos's face is on the body of the mermaid, <laughs> and he's got like water coming out of his mouth as it's kind of like floating along. Near the water, you're kind of seeing the aquatic and elven variety of characters in the, you know, Faerun world. You're seeing some mermaids. You see some more bullywogs, not the two that ran away. You're seeing all sorts of elves, elves of all different races, just, you know, all sorts of stuff. And they're all kind of like picnicking around this pool area. But right smack dab in front of you in this, this open area that you're in 
is this giant stone giant. He is looking down at you guys and he's, he doesn't look happy to be seeing you for some reason, but I'm going to leave this up to you now. You've entered this, this sandbox world per se. And if you're going to be having an interaction, it's either going to have to be with yourselves or the gnome that's kind of like trying to lead you. But now there's this stone giant that's standing in front of you. So you're going to have to acknowledge this stone giant in some way, way, way or another, but I'm going to let you decide. Hey, bro, you got a problem? The stone giant looks down at you and he goes, yeah, bro, I got a problem. Yeah, yeah, problem. yeah. I'm trying to step, bro. Yeah, bro. I chest bump a little bit. You chest bump a little bit? Uh, a little bit. He bangs on his chest a little bit and some rocks come like crumbling off. So I need you guys all to make a dexterity saving throw because the rocks are tumbling down at you. Uh, 16. I got a 15. 15. Oh, no, wait. That's a 14 because I have a negative one. I also got a 14. 14? You got an 8. You got an 8. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you all, except for Lud, are basically able to maneuver out of the way of these rocks that come pouring down at you. Lud, you get hit smack dab in the face by a rock, and you take 6 damage. All right. And at this point, I am going to say you got to roll initiative. I was going to make a rock in the hard place joke, but I respect you far too much for that. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. As you can see, we are back this week with the boys from the Horse Feather Saga. We hope you're enjoying this episode. Not too much to talk about this week, although I can tell you we are already in the process of creating a third campaign for As the Dice Roll, and I'm pleased to announce that we have some new players which are going to be joining us, and we'll be telling you about that soon, so stay tuned. We would love your feedback on this campaign or on Cautious Optimism, and this week I'm pushing the voice message option. Hop onto our Anchor site or on the website asthedicerollcast.com, click the message link, and say hello! We really want to hear from you, and I may even play your audio during these wonderful intermissions, so say hi. That's it for me for now. I'll talk to you next week when we return to the adventures of the Cautious Optimism crew. But right now, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll see if the guys can defeat this big rock giant dude. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community all dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu Reeves, new, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time, and we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. At this point, I am going to say you got to roll initiative. Oh, I, no, I was, just, I was just posturing. I don't know that we were trying to fight. You're not trying to fight him? I mean, we're just posturing a bit. Okay. So you're trying to stay out of a fight. You're not. Oh, yeah. Like, I was just kind of like, wake up, bros. Like, bump chest. Like, talk shit like no one acts. Oh, oh, oh. You weren't trying it was like, to disrespectfully fist pump him. You were 
You were not stepping to him. No, I was I was kind of stepping to him, but it's like when two pros, like, basically just, like, chest bump each other with their arms out, but they never actually fight because, like, their boys pull them off. All right, roll a d20 to determine how much respect you were trying to show when you did that. No, it wasn't respect. I was trying to, like, I was trying to tell him, like, back up. Like, you don't want to fight us, but, like, no intention of actually fighting this dude because I'm still seriously fucked up in the last fight. It's all posturing. You're trying to do some sort of an intimidation? Kinda. Roll a d20. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's a nat 20. That is a nat... <laughs> <laughs> how, how it is pleased, he does not need to get involved. <laughs> um, the, the, the stone giant basically, like, all of a sudden is like, whoa, wait a minute, are you... Are you Zerk the Mohawked? Yeah, I'm Zerkules, as some call me. He basically rips a, a rock off of himself, and he's like, "Can I get your signature?" Yeah, I uh, I etch into it with my with my nail again. Let's see. Okay, and he uh, he also pees a few rocks because uh, I, 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 <laughs> I was like, "Does he shit rocks? Does he pee rocks?" Because he was intimidated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So he releases a little bit of uh, some biological rock action. There's some pebblage. There's some yeah, pebbling. There's some pebbling. There are the, there's some pebbling on the... We'll say maybe one of those pebbles is what hit one. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not those ones. No. And, yeah. No. And, and I just respond like, yeah, I, uh, no, I, I appreciate every fan, but bro, I'll step to you any day. Just right now, I gotta get my boy little medicine to I just glare at Zerk. I glare at Zerk like you motherfucker. The little gnome comes back and is kind of like pulling you guys forward and he's like yeah I, I, you guys clearly need some sort of healing or something like that it is uh had a little bit of a looks like you had a little bit of a tussle on your way in so he's going to uh walk you over uh, a little bit further into this uh courtyard and you're going to come across this totem and this totem it's I'm trying to think the best way i could describe it you know when you first start skyrim and you got to go to those three stones the the wizard the warrior and the uh Whatever the other one is. Or whatever, yeah. 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 The thief. So there's one of those things, basically, except this one's kind of like carved and it, it looks like like a grandma. Like a really nice, friendly grandmother, except it's like Bezos's face. <laughs> <laughs> like a hood. It's a, a grandma Bezos totem. Little grandma bonnet. And the and then the gnome basically is like gesturing for you guys to kind of like rub it a little bit. Okay. Ryan will, will will touch the totem. Okay, so you touch the totem, and this spiritual spectral version of this Grandma Bezos steps forward and is like, "Oh, hello, you guys! Oh, you're so cute! Oh, you guys don't look so good. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want some cookies? Sure. <laughs> okay." Howard loves cookies. <laughs> I am going to uh, kind of read off this one because I found this on the internet and I just had to give this to you guys because you, none of you guys are really healer classes. No, we aren't. <laughs> this would be kind of um, a useful little tool. So this is called the uh, the Grandma's Totem. I found this on the internet, so I'm giving credit to whoever created this, but I'm going to call it uh, Bezos's Grandma's Totem. So, praying to this small totem causes an elderly Bezos woman to magically appear and spend the next hour baking you and your friends a plate of 10 cookies, which each restore 1d8 of HP upon consumption. Okay. 
the entire time she coddles over you and asks you to hear about all the exciting grown-up things you've been up to. <laughs> Zerk is eating this up like he is he's gone because he just loves talking about himself, so you've got ten cookies. Yes. With a D eight roll to them. So you know, potentially figure out how you're putting that into your inventory. Who's going to eat a cookie now? Who's not? I would like to eat a cookie now, please. Okay, so you can eat one of the cookies and and, and roll dice and all that jazz, because that's one of the ways I've created for you guys to heal yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a D8? A D8. One D8 right now, yes. All right, so I get five back. You get five back, okay? Yeah, Zerk is going to eat a cookie as well. Okay. He gets six back. Uh, I mean, I'm okay, but I'm still like not even half health. Still not. You're not. You're still not feeling so good. Eh, I mean, I'm. I'd be okay, but if we got in a fight, I'd be in trouble. Um, so, so basically, Grandma Bezos is like, "You, oh, honey, you have an extra cookie." <laughs> okay. That's a that's a two. Okay. I'm now at half health. You're now at half health. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the second one of those two if that's okay. You're gonna so okay, so you're gonna have another cookie. So that's four of ten cookies that are now being consumed. Okay. So we're down to six cookies. Uh, that's a six. That's a six. But you got you've now got six grandma cookies and, and grandma's gonna basically follow around for an hour and provide you with like moral support and maybe some like Werther's candies or something. <laughs> <laughs> this grandma totem spirit does not have a name. So if you want to name this grandma, I will allow that because your party right now consists of Irving the Bullywog. And now you have a spiritual grandma Bezos like nurse kind of thing. Uh, I feel like her name should be Bobby Bezos. Bobby, Bobby Bezos. Bezos. Okay. I like it. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine with that. We got Bubby Bezos and we've got Irving the Bullywog companion. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So now your party is like kind of like six at this point. Yeah. And I got to make note of this because this is going to get crazy. Okay. So the rock giant got your autograph and he's just like, all right, man, like I I got nothing but, you know, street cred respect for you or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he decides that he's going to kind of go wander off and, and start you know, checking out the fair. And he says he'll basically see you guys around. Like, you know, he's friendly at this point. You've got good rep with him at this point. Okay. So right now in front of you, there's this giant, you know, like pool. The water is super clear, super clean. There's the boat out there. As I said, there's lots of different races. They're all kind of like picnicking out there. You also, you see some stands uh, like some vendors, if you want, you can go and explore that way. There are some very large buildings also in sight. There is one that towers above the rest. This thing is just freaking huge. I would say the best way to describe how big it is, it's so big that if I were to throw you a foreshadowing spoiler, it would be big enough to fit a dragon inside of it. Okay. Uh, if I was going to throw a spoiler out there. So it's tiny and just fits Harold. <laughs> <laughs> he wants he wants to climb inside it. Like maybe even four feet tall. Uh, <laughs> you start to also see signs, basically like advertisements. They're all written in common, different types of things that you could potentially see in the fair. One of them is a sign that says, 
to go see Bezos's dragon. And it's basically giving you directions to head towards this gigantic, huge, gold-like main attraction building. There are other buildings that you can see. There's one that basically has a sign over it saying that it's like Bezos's, you know, maze of fun. You also see a sign for one that says Bezos's bathhouse. <laughs> that one is that one's nearby. I feel like we should take the kid there. <laughs> <laughs> Howard does not want to go to the bathhouse. <laughs> I'd like to know is this gnome who's trying to usher us around has he introduced himself and I, I guess i'd like to ask him what his name is and where he's trying to take us he's so he's completely like hooded he's just kind of like in a gnome he's like he's got the body of a gnome okay i'd say he's a little bit he's maybe he's taller than um than howled but he's not that much tall yeah, maybe around the same, same height but he's got a hood like a full like a mage's robe so you can't really see anything other than you can kind of like tell that his ears are kind of like sticking at, like protruding like you want to protrude out of the robe itself but otherwise you can't really see anything so you want to try and strike strike up a conversation with him is what you're saying yeah i just know like, hey, hey kid where are you trying to take us you see a smile kind of sprouts across the face that that you can see and the, the little gnome basically says back to you, I'm no kid. I'm way better than a kid. How dare you? Are you going to follow me or not? I mean, where are you trying to take us? Wherever the fuck I want to take you. Because... No? Held steps in and, and says, answer my minion's question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're going to need to do an intimidation check for that. He rolls a 19. Fuck! Nice. <laughs> the shadowy cloaked gnome figure you notice a, a little bit of a pee stain <laughs> he's fighting really hard not to be intimidated but something else is like kind of like fighting in his mind but he's like bezos bezos wants to see you let's take you to bezos okay that's more like it uh, and he is now very humiliated and not <laughs> cocky as he was before. Can't believe that spell worked. <laughs> can we count this? Is this like as we're walking and like this hour the grandma's with us? Can that be a short rest? I will say that eating the cookies took some time because these were some really fucking good cookies. Yeah. Like they put you into like a food comatose. Okay. So you ate them and you guys had to sit down and maybe like have a little milk also because you were just like, fuck, that was like a sugar rush. Okay. So, I mean, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the generic D&D, like short rest, long rest rules. Mm -hmm. After your big encounter, and yes, after you had some Grandma Bezos, or I'm um, sorry, Boobie's, Boobie Bezos's cookies, <laughs> you more or less got a short rest in... Okay. Got some health back. You got spell slots back. You're feeling grandma's cookies helped. So if I push short rest on my character sheet, is that right? Um, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can use that. I, I, I'm, I'm really going to be loosey goosey on that rule, but yeah, we'll say that, you know, you guys, you had, you had a cookie rest. Okay. You got a meal in. So that was a, that was a nice little rest for you. Yeah. So you've, you're now agreeing to basically follow this little gnome, this rope gnome, wherever he wants to take you. Yeah. Yep. I'll follow. Yeah, we'll follow. Okay. 
So you're starting to follow him, and lo and behold, he's he's leading you towards that gigantic main attraction building. It's covered in gold. As, as you're approaching it, you start seeing more of these like amazing statues. One of them is um, in front of it in the in the courtyard. There's like what would be Napoleon in gold, but it's Bezos in gold. And then there's another one that's like what would be Genghis Khan, but it's Bezos as Genghis <laughs> Khan. There's an entrance that you're approaching. I mean, you've seen all these statues and you're you're walking past them. There's people all over. You're starting to approach it. And as you get to the doors of this main attraction building, I need you guys to all give me a... I would like a constitution check from all of you. Okay. Is this a saving throw or just a check? I would say that this is going to be a, a just a, a, a check. Okay. 18. Okay. 16. 16. 8. Oh. 8. And what did Lud roll? 14. 14. Okay, I am going to say that only Ryan... All of a sudden, you feel like your bladder is really full. <laughs> and you also might need to take a little bit of a number two. You, you've, you've suddenly just felt this kind of like sense of like, you're a little scared. Something, you're, you're getting scared as you're going into this building. And everybody else is kind of like, they're like, whatever. You know, they're already kind of like, what the fuck is going on anyways? But they're not. They're not truly affected. So at this point, I'm going to say that you kind of got a need to use a bathroom curse on you. Okay. So you'll need to relieve yourself soon-ish. We're going to say then that your characters, then the the little gnome dude uh, opens an entrance and you go inside and it is just vastly huge inside. Like it's probably even bigger on the inside than you saw from the outside. Like this is some TARDIS shit. Like, it makes no sense. Like, how the fuck is this thing so big on the inside? But the first thing that you will see as you walk in is a giant caged black dragon. All right. And he looks like he is not happy to be inside this cage, but he is in this cage. He does not have much room to move inside this cage, and he looks very cranky. And sort of placatingly, I say to... uh... Howard, like you would do like a child, like, hey, Howard, you know this guy? <laughs> and how ha- Howard looks at this black dragon, and deep down, actually, Howard's scared of other dragons. So he's looking at this dragon with suspicion, and, and he's trying to decide if it's worthwhile for him to get involved, or if, or if he should try to question the dragon to see if he can find out where his horde is. He's really just more in, in it for the money, so he, he's not really passionate about saving this dragon he just kind of sees it and he's, he kind of wants to see what he can do that would benefit him i want you to give me a let's see you're you're a greedy motherfucker right oh yes i'm guessing i'm feeling like an investigation check of some sort where you're trying to determine whether or not you can like see his gold or whatever because you immediately assume it's dragon he's got gold all right it's 14 14. You're able to quickly realize that this black dragon is caged and there is no gold in sight of this dragon. He's got nothing. All right. So Howell is is not very impressed by this dragon. And so he's he just is kind of standing around. He, he doesn't really have an opinion on what to do at this point. At which point the dragon locks eyes on Howell. 
and looks very, very hard at Howald and goes, Howald, Howald, get over here. Get over here now. Ugh. And Hal just kind of sighs, and he, and he looks down, and he's and he's like, "Fine, okay, all right." So he start he trudges over to the cage. Hey, kid, that's a real dragon. Yeah, yeah, and I'm a real dragon too. Silence. <laughs> okay, so you're just going to walk up to this giant cage just to add a little more flavor. On the four corners of this cage are these statues of like dragon slayers like heroes and they've all got bezos's image on them the cage itself it's all gold like it's really just over the top flaunting it so you're gonna walk right up to the dragon yep so the dragon then looks down at you and it's like basically howled you made it thank you why have you brought me here i got uh, one invitation and i gave my invitation to you you are, you are here to get me out of here, so get me out of here. I have no interest in getting you out of this cage. What makes you think I would help you? At this point, the dragon goes, try and leave. Do me a favor. Try and leave. Get out of here. Go. Just try and walk out of this fair right now. I dare you. This is a waste of my time. And so he goes ahead and he, he tries to exit the tent. Well, it's more of a building than a tent. Okay. It's like a, you know, like a, Yeah. So you attempt to leave, and you find that you cannot leave. <sighs> All right. So what does what does Howell need to do in order to uh, to? Yeah. What what happens what happens when he tries to leave? Is it like a force field? Does he get like warped backwards? Like what's? I will say that he kind of like it. Like it looks like it's a clear entrance out. Like there's nothing there. But as he tries to walk through it, he just hits wall, invisible wall, okay. smacks into it. How greasy, like how much of his body is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, is it yeah, is it still invisible with Harold's smear on it? Yeah. Mike, roll a D twenty to determine how much of a smear you've produced on the magic wall. A twelve. <laughs> okay, so you can visibly see the outline of Howold now on this like invisible wall that's there. So there's just like a greasy shadow of a child. No, walking through this tent. Yeah, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like a Banksy piece of artwork. Yeah, gotcha. that's how I would describe it. <laughs> okay, but yeah, you are unable to leave, and you also notice that the gnome that had led you in has now disappeared. Okay, and I assume that Howard is the only one hearing the dragon. That none of us are hearing it as well. Um, no, the, the, how, uh, this dragon, like, I mean, he clearly locked eyes with Howold, but he, and, and he, he spoke in common. Okay. So you were all able to understand him and you were, cause you were even like, dude, it's a fucking dragon. What are you fucking thinking about? Like, why would you walk up to a dragon? Oh, I was trying to avoid a Harambe situation. I kept the kid fall in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, that's not a bad idea. I feel like if he got too close, he might have to like do like a dexterity check to make sure he doesn't trip and fall into the cage. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, as he walked up, I was actually going to say I was, re- was going to ready an action to try and save him if he fell in. Okay. I, I, I would have allowed that, yeah. Okay. So did everyone around us hear him too? Or was it like just communicating to us? That's a good question. It was because is he broadcasting? He wants us to break him out. That is correct. Yes, in a sense, like the four of you heard this, but everybody else is kind of just like walking around, and they're like, "Oh, like 
a giant dragon that Bezos has put into this exhibit for us to see. That's that's about as far as it goes for them. Okay. But yeah, this dragon clearly saw you guys and is like, hey, <clears throat> come here. I got to talk to you. Okay, I want to ask him what he means about he got an invitation to send. Like, who gave him, like, what was the purpose? Why, what was he supposed to be inviting them to? That, I, you're going to need to do an investigation check on that one. Maybe, like, an insight check. Okay. I'll do insight. That's a three. That is a three. The dragon looks at you and basically says, if I fucking knew why I had a fucking invitation to give out while I'm in a fucking cage... I'd probably have that information to give, but I don't. Does it look like I have a lot of information to give? He's a little salty with you now. So, okay. So, How- Howell's really kind of upset by all this. He doesn't like being told that he can't leave or can't do things, but he, he realizes that there's not really much he can do at this point. So, he, he turns to the Black Dragon and-, and-, and he says, If we help you, will you let us leave this place? He says that if he knew how to get out of this place, he would have done it by now. He basically brought you in because he needs you to rescue him. And you're apparently in the phone book for uh, the Black Dragon Society. And he got to just, you know, send one invite out and you got picked. All right. Well, we need to figure out what to do then. I don't, where, where should we go from here? There's a cage. Is there anything else around that we should be looking for or talking to? He tells you, he kind of gives you a look of like kind of stupidity, like, kind of fucking dragon are you dude like you don't understand what's going on he's like it's it's pretty simple man you got to go kill bezos next time on the horse feather saga i'm making everything right but killing me is not the answer I'm here to entertain myself and you're nothing more than a little pawn on my table of bezosness did you guys ever, did you ever uh, read that, that Bezos book, uh, the, the Bezos games? They basically start this Power Ranger, Sailor Moon, Minotaur battle cry, where they're basically each announcing in Minotaur who they are, and they do these anime dances in place to basically show how awesome <laughs> they are. <laughs> You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book No Great Matter at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geek mediacom If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com.